Hey, this is Chris, and welcome to another episode of Unpopped Kernels here on Popcorn Finance. On Monday, I discussed all the activity that's going on in the stock market with the editor-in-chief of Investopedia, Caleb Silver. I hope that conversation made things a little bit clearer because the stock market can be a really confusing and complicated topic to try and cover. There's trillions of dollars that are traded every single year on the stock market, but only a fraction of that trading is done by regular people like you and me. Caleb had mentioned that these entities that are doing all this trading, these big groups, they're referred to as institutional investors, and they're driving a lot of the movement that we're seeing in the stock market as they go around looking for the best place to get a good return on their money. And so I know the question that probably popped into your mind while I was saying that was, okay, but what is an institutional investor? And I think I've given a short description, but I want to kind of dive into it a little bit more here. I pulled up this description of an institutional investor from investopedia.com just because it felt appropriate (laughs) to pull the definition from there. But uh, an institutional investor is a company or organization that invests its money on behalf of other people. And this would include things like mutual fund companies, hedge funds, pensions, commercial banks, endowments, and insurance companies. Institutional investors, they often buy and sell tens of thousands of shares of stock at any given time. And this is in comparison to us as just regular individuals, retail investors, where we can only afford, you know, a handful of shares at any given time. And this is why institutional investors make up more than 90% of all stock trading activity. But because they're so big and they operate on such a huge level, they also face fewer protective regulations compared to us regular average investors. And that's because it's just assumed that they are more knowledgeable and that they should be better able to protect themselves. And this is also why they can invest in some pretty risky things. Now, knowing all of this, I asked Caleb to dive more into the impact that these investors have and also how much we should be following along with the day-to-day financial news. I'm happy you brought up those big institutional investors, those huge corporations out there have billions of dollars who are just making big moves. I think sometimes when we hear stories like GameStop, like we did a couple years ago and the random other AMCs, things that pop up where individual retail investors are like moving the market around because so many people are kind of acting together. But I think sometimes it, it kind of covers up the fact that really we're a small little drop of water in the, in the pool compared to these large like institutional investors who have so much money that they're making these big swings. Is that, is that, is that a good way to put that? Absolutely. And when you see big moves in the stock market, like today or for the past several weeks, or these big moves either up 3% or down 3 or 4%, again, that's not you and me and your listeners talking to our broker or going on our online trading platform on our phone and making big moves with our portfolios. We might be, but we're not impacting the stock market. The stock market is impacted by big institutional investors moving hundreds of billions of dollars around the world at the click of a keystroke and trading a lot of stock in massive blocks. That's what moves the market. We follow as the herd. That's what typically happens. Now, the GameStop meme stock era was a very different time where retail investors were leading it. Most of the time, it's the other way around. And a lot of the time, Chris, and I don't know if your listeners know this, you know, these big institutions are trading with algorithmic trading. In other words, they're using software programs to decide when to buy and to sell. And when certain price points are hit in the stock market, certain numbers are hit, they may buy or they may sell. And 
regular investors like you and me are just watching this happen on the sideline or watching the news and reading the headlines, not knowing what happened. Well, that's what happened. Big institutions came in with programmatic buys and that's what moves the market around, that and the bond market. And you and I, all we can do is try to invest responsibly over time with our own plans to really build our wealth. And beauty of it is, it's possible. It's just scary when we go through these intense times of volatility. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I get why people, when you see the headlines, it makes you want to do something like things are going poorly. I need to sell. I don't want to get lost in the shuffle and lose all my money. You know, it, it feels that way. And with so much going on, I think so many people, including myself, you feel overwhelmed seeing everything that's happening at times. I know for me, I have to keep up with what's going on. It's part of my job. I got to I got to know what's going on. But how important is it? to just keep an eye on the stock market and just know what's going on. Since, I mean, every day is a new story. It's, it's everyone's excited. It's up. Everyone's depressed. It's down. You know, it's so wild. Your emotions are just going to keep swinging with it. So do you need to just be watching this on a daily basis? Not at all. You and I need to. That's what we get paid to do. But for most people, it's a lot of noise. And if you just step back away from it, you're going to see. And if you pull way back and look at the stock market over the past 60 to 80 years, it does return an average of 8 to 10% a year on average. That's not going to happen this year. Didn't happen for the past three years either. You know what? The stock market was up 100% in the past three years. That never really happens that often either. But over time, if you pull back and get that perspective, you realize that it's usually up and to the right, the slow upward march into the right as stocks really return uh, to investors about that 8 to 10%. You also have to realize, and guilty is charged here, the financial media, our job is to make the stock market and the day in, day out trading up and down and this stock, that stock, Dow up, Dow down. That's sort of programming. That's a game for us. We treat it like a game and the business networks, and I used to work at one of them, treat it like that too. There's the pregame, which is like the pre-opening market bell. And then there's the opening bell, which is the kickoff. And then there's the halftime show, you know, the midday market report. And then there's the closing bell, the fourth quarter, and then the recap, right? That's programming. And the financial media yeah. wants you to watch these things. That's what we try to do. But what we really should be doing is trying to educate people more. So even if you are interested or you want, or you are wrapped up in it, because it is a emotional. This is our money we're talking about. The best thing you can do is just know what's going on. Pay attention to it so you're educated, but don't make rash decisions with your portfolio or certainly don't sell everything when you start to hear the words bear market or buy everything when you hear the words bull market. Those are triggers. You have to have a plan from the beginning and that helps you get through the day to day and don't get so wrapped up in the headlines because again, that's our job, not yours. I hope this conversation gave you a little more insight into the investing world. My job here is to help you just sift through all of the noise and chaos that's out there on a daily basis. If you want to learn more, come over and join me on YouTube where I'm working on some videos that break down all of these scary terms, things like recession and bear market. And if you have a question, please feel free to send it over. You can email me at questions at popcornfinance.com or you can join me over on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast or on TikTok at Popcorn Finance. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.